0: Before we start today's podcast, The Truth About Ageing wish to acknowledge that this episode has been recorded on the traditional lands of the Ghana people. We pay our deepest respects to Elders past, present and emerging. We acknowledge the Ghana people as the custodians of the Adelaide region and that their cultural and heritage beliefs are still as important to the living Ghana people today. and welcome to the Truth About Aging podcast. I'm your host, Kate Helmore. Each week, we'll be unpacking your questions about the aged care sector, discussing how to age well, grow old, and make informed decisions. Let's get started. Hello, friends, and welcome back to episode 24 of the Truth About Aging podcast. Goodness me, it is December already and for those that know me, I do adore Christmas. It is absolutely the most wonderful time of the year and it just brings me so much joy to celebrate with people I love and really get into the Christmas spirit. So with that in mind, I thought I'd do a quick tip episode of five activities you can do with some of the older people in your life. So I guess this is coming off the back of all the things we've learned in the last few episodes around positive aging and positive psychology. It can be with your own parents, grandparents, your neighbor. It might be a family friend that you're close with that you know doesn't have too many family members of their own. I think Even more than just your own family, it's such a beautiful time to be able to think of those in our lives that might not have too many people around them at the moment. And whilst these five activities are things specifically suited for seniors, that doesn't mean that they can't be things that you do with other people as well. So at the start of this episode, I'd love you to just pause and have a quick think on someone in your world, someone in your life that you think would really benefit from a bit of extra care and a bit of extra love at this what can be really special time of year but can also be quite an isolating time of year for those that don't have close friends or family. So get that person in your mind and then we're going to jump into the five activities to do with that person. Now I should say at the start, not all five of these are going to be fun for everyone. I can already going through these in my head think of ones that my grandma might like, that my mum would hate, (laughs) There's certain things that suit certain people. But number one is Christmas carols. Again, could be divisive from the start. Personally, I adore Christmas carols and I love being able to go out for a Christmas concert or carols in the park or even just playing Christmas music at home. So the first activity on the list is to take someone out for carols. It's just such a beautiful pastime and I think regardless of where people are at in their cognition, music and singing and sharing an experience like that together can be so bonding and so reminiscent. It can really bring up beautiful memories of the past too. So the first one is to find some local carols in your area, to go around with a CD with some carols on it and sit at home and sing carols or to even just spend some time talking about what your favorite carols were or what you really enjoyed or favorite Christmas memories around carols but ideally getting out getting connected with nature being social getting out to the park and going to a carols carols by candlelight or a Christmas concert because I think that's such a beautiful way to celebrate this time of year number two wrapping presents. Now, this might not sound like the world's most exciting task. However, as we've learned over the last few episodes, having meaningful activities to engage with that bring a sense of purpose or make you feel connected with and engaged with an activity can be really important as we age. And something like wrapping Christmas presents is often a task that Again, for people that may have some cognition decline, it can be a really beautiful task that people can complete together. And by coming around maybe with some presents and some wrapping paper and saying, hey, mom, I actually really need your help. Would you be able to help me wrap up some of these presents? Not only is it a shared activity that you're doing together that you can have a chat over, but it also helps give them a sense of purpose and a sense of fulfillment that they're actually able to help you with something, particularly if it's a task that you don't enjoy yourself. Number three is craft. Now, I love Christmas craft. It's not something I put enough time aside for. However, I know if I ever try get my mum to do Christmas craft, regardless of what age she is, there's no way that's going to go down. So this is a hard note of Christmas craft for my mum, but for some people, it can be a really, again, engaging, fun activity that if it's something that you've always done and something that you really enjoy and something that really you're passionate about and lights your fire, it can be a beautiful thing to engage with. So things like, Christmas cards, you can make wrapping paper, you can make decorations for the Christmas tree. It might even be getting the grandkids involved or getting other younger members of the family or your own kids to help out with that as well. There's something really beautiful about craft being such an intergenerational activity. It's something that we can all connect with and something we can all do together. And again, I think those shared experiences of being able to show maybe your toddler how you put it together on a card can be really beautiful for them to experience. Number four, and maybe my personal favorite, Christmas baking. (laughs) Now, I think every family has some traditional Christmas recipes or Christmas treats that they enjoy making. And I think, again, it's a lovely experience that you can share together it might be going around to their house and saying, right, today, you know, put this day aside, we're going to make Christmas crackles together. We're making Florentines. We're making Christmas log. We're making whatever your maybe family traditional Christmas recipe is. And if you don't have one, that's fine. There's millions online to choose from. But having something that you can share together and sharing that cooking experience can be really bonding. I truly believe that we as humans bond easily over food. It's a lovely shared interaction that can bring so much joy, but it also is something that interacts with all of the senses You can smell the cinnamon, you can taste the sweetness, you can hear things crackling on the stove. There's so many different senses that it pulls upon that, again, can be a perfect activity for someone potentially with some cognitive decline to be involved in, in a moderated way, but it can be a lovely thing that you can share together, and if nothing else, you end up with delicious treats at the end, and you can't say no to that. Number five, a very practical one, Christmas shopping. So Christmas shopping is something that we all probably have a list of things that we need to do. I think for a lot of older people, it can start to feel quite overwhelming, the idea of going to the shops when people around. A lot of them will try to do it earlier in the year so that it's not as busy when it comes to the time for them doing it but even just checking in with your loved one to say, how have you gone with your Christmas shopping? Do you need a hand with any of it? And whether that's something that they can write a list and you can do some of it for them. It might be that you go out shopping together. It might be that you go to their house and you do some of it online together to help them work through that. But it can be something that's not only just, I guess, a favor to assist with, but an experience again that you can share together that whether it's stressful that shops or whether the items that you want weren't there, it becomes a shared experience and a memory that you can then reflect on and hopefully laugh about in years to come as well because I know Christmas shopping itself isn't always the most joyous time, but if nothing else, it can be something really lovely to help someone out with, particularly if they're getting overwhelmed by it and feeling like it's all a little bit too much. So that is today's very quick tip episode. Five different Christmas activities that you can share with someone that you love. I hope you've had someone in mind throughout the episode that you can use one of these things on. And Grandma, I expect a message from you with which one we'll be doing together. (laughs) But so the ones we went through is number one, carols. Number two, wrapping presents. Number three, Christmas craft number four, Christmas baking, and number five, shopping. Now, I did want to also take a moment at the end of this episode just to thank all the beautiful listeners that have come and joined our community. I am constantly grateful for some of the beautiful feedback and messages I receive from you all. The biggest thing that you can do to support the podcast is to share it with a friend, with a colleague, with a family member, the more people we have listening, the easier it is for me to keep promoting and keep pushing to other platforms. I have some exciting things planned for the new year, so I really hope that you all enjoy the episodes that have been so far, but I think there's some exciting things to come. I will give you a heads up now, I am planning on taking a bit of a break over Christmas, so I'll release episodes up until the end of the year and then have a bit of time off after that, and then we'll get started back into 2022 in February. If you don't already, you can find us on Instagram at The Truth About Aging or on Facebook at The Truth About Aging Podcast. I hope today's episode was light and sugary and sweet like it was intended to be, but that it also gives you an idea of some things that you can share with someone that you care about. And if you are someone that considers themselves a senior, maybe it's something that you share with a friend. Maybe there's someone else in your world that you can think of that it might be nice to do one of these activities with. I think, as I said at the top, Christmas can be such a beautiful time, but it can also be a time of great loneliness and isolation for some people. And if we all just reach out to one person at this time, I think it just not only does it selfishly fill your own cup, but it really makes a difference to other people as well. So I hope that this is something you can do. I hope I've inspired you to reach out to somebody and I really look forward to speaking to you all again next week. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful week. Bye!